Okay, with Trevor Courtney, who is the director and the producer, and I'm with uh, Paul David Dowling, who is the sound designer and the composer, the rocker and the puka, is the short film winner of Best Sound and Music at the Sci-Fi Fantasy Film Festival. What a great uh, film, guys. Are you guys both based in Ireland? Yeah, we're both based out of Dublin. Yeah, that's right. So tell me, what is the, what's the correct terminology for this type of animation that you did? Um. I'd say it's called a mixed media production because it's it's basically mixing different animation techniques. So it's mixing um, like a photo montage with puppets. Um, yeah. But the puppets are, although the puppets are handcrafted and they're made in like a real world 3D environment, uh, we photograph them and make a 2D library out of them. So they'd be animated like any 2D character in a 2D animated uh, production, mm. but they're their assets are cut out in Photoshop. And um, so we build a library from that, from the, the photographs. And um, so they look like, you know, they're just being photographed in a 3D environment, but they're animated like a 2D character. And then we composite that into After Effects, mix it with the photo uh, paint montage. We separate out all the layers and then the special effects are put in on top of that. Well, this is an audio podcast. My my that description made my eyes bulge. Like like holy yeah. cow! What what uh, examples in the past? Like has anybody ever done this before? And if they have, what did what who? What did you kind of like uh, use as an example to make this type of uh, style for your animation? Um. Well, we didn't see a thing that somebody else did and then copy it. We we tested it out ourselves like years ago with another short film called Jules. Um, and uh, we we did it with that, although it wasn't photo paint, it was just using photographs, but we were separating separating out the photographs as pings when transpired backgrounds so we could give the, the layer effect um, and give it a bit more 3D. But we did the same technique with puppets. Uh, we just got better at it over the years and that was the most recent result is the rocker and the puka um, of all our you know combined experience and testing out uh, mm -hmm. through since 2016 i think so you guys are part of uh igloo animations correct yeah that's right yeah and paul yeah. works for them as well yeah, yeah we both do yeah we're both producers so we're both uh, producers and we're like paul looks after all the audio department and i'm the director as well so what's the motivation for you guys to make a film like this? Just to showcase your talent for other work? Like, or obviously other than the creative aspect, is there like a, a kind of a business uh, game plan for making a film like this? Uh, well, you can apply for funding and we did and we got funding. So uh, we got funding to make it. So it's to pay us to do our job basically. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But um, on top of that, um, we really love the old Irish tales, which are, short stories that have been you know adapted uh, through the years but it's originated from a, a story called the piper and the puka so originally it was a piper um and uh but who was playing bagpipes but we thought that would be too difficult to animate so we changed it to it was then it was the whistle player and the puka and then we modernized it because the funders wanted it to be more modernized for yeah. a, a modern audience so it became a guitar and then it became the rocker and the puka as opposed to a piper. And, and the guitar was not as difficult to animate as uh, bagpipes, which would have been quite difficult. So we really did want to lose that aspect of it. 
So what is so what's the game? Uh, so how does it work that that uh, when does someone like Paul uh, join the team? Uh, this like right from the beginning, or do you guys like animate everything, get everything done, and then he kind of comes in uh, afterwards? At the animatic stage, Paul, right? Yeah, so we record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And, and and pretty much from like for like with Rocker, because there was quite a lot of music that was involved in it. It was effectively from nearly concept stage at the beginning because we wanted to be able to approach the music a particular way. We needed to yeah. be able to, to to modernize the tune. So we kind of would start with that palette board. But then as for like all the, the, the greater design and everything that happens at the animatic stage. So once we have everything up and storyboarded and ready to go, that's when it's my time to come in and start getting a feel for, for how the music would, would move in to tell the story. So Sam McGovern was the, your narrator, correct? Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, Sam. Yeah. Sorry. Sam McGovern is Jack. Yes. And the narrator is Barry McGovern, who's actually his dad. Um, and okay. he's the narrator. Yeah. That's so we only cool. found that out. We only found that out as we were making it and we yeah. we've worked with them both separately before and we never knew they were related at all so because you the narrator is so good in this film so it's like it's such a great it's such a great narration so does that when do you guys do the narration like paul i do I, who works with them do you guys like how does that does that get done first and then you kind of have like more to to kind of like create with like how does the process work in terms of like getting him on board and, and or do you guys have a track like someone doing it as a track and then you bring in the professional to kind of lay it down we just get him to, to like we have a studio in dublin and uh barry just walks in and we have the script <laughs> and we just say go read read away barry and you know he usually knows kind of what he what, what he's at like and uh me and paul just you know look at each other during and the odd little nod and yeah, that's right, and that's it's pretty straightforward. Barry's very professional, so he's he, like we'll explain to him what we're looking for. But what we're really looking for, with Barry, is Barry to just use his own voice and narrate, which is really all that he did. Um, but uh, he always sounds great. So, so it was easy. So, Paul, you got so you have the narration. You have some uh, uh, obviously some uh, dialogue with the actors. You have yes. music, you have obviously sound of sound effects. Yes. So how many tracks are you working with? Like on a, in a particular, like how many tracks are there? Oh, there's, there's hundreds of tracks involved in a piece like this. Hundreds. Because, because any of the elements you talked about would all be, you'd, they'd be considered completely separate sections. And depending on the, the scale of production you could do, you could have whole different departments solely looking after the individual areas. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's infinite. Uh, and there's quite there's quite a lot of characters, for example, in Rocker already. Like so, that that alone makes the dialogue sessions alone huge. That's before we've we've even looked at the sound effects, and uh, each individual music cue would be an individually scored track. So there could be 150, 160 tracks in one of the pieces of music cues that you've heard. There's there's a lot of music cues. <laughs> so, are you working on by yourself on this, or are you guys do you have a team of people that you're working with? No, no, oh, we've. A a team of people yeah there was um no i mean just from a sound the sound design standpoint oh yeah so from the sound design point no um for dialogue work there was a team working to be able to split some of the work on the dialogue yeah. for the sound design and the effects no no and for the composing none so just all so the all, 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 all monomy yeah unbelievable no it's it's an amazing sound design it's like it's like one of those things that you don't obviously you watch, you listen for the second, you watch the film, you like it, and then you watch it the second, the third time, and you're like, and then you kind of take in what you're doing. 
like from a subconscious level, right? Like it's like, oh, okay, this is what this is what he's adding here. It's like it's like it's really it's a really uh, sound job, pardon the pun, right? So basically, so okay. so how long would it take you to the twelve minute film? Like how many hours does it take you to do like a a project like this? Oh, it's very hard to give you a straight answer on that one. <laughs> A, a lot, a lot of hours. Like, as I say, from, from the conception of this idea right to the end, you're working on it. So because it's down to coming up with the initial ideas of what the music piece is going to be, let alone when you're going into the sound design stage. So like the music would have been begun writing before even the animatic stage. And then everything gets sculpted as you go. Once the animatic then comes in, that's when you start doing your sound design to try and put your textures and layers onto it. So it's a it's an ongoing back and forth. I, I couldn't give you a number of hours. What, it's a lot of hours. So what kind of, what like ideal, obviously the director's here, but like what ideally, what kind of direction do you want from the, the director? Like in terms of tone and style, like do you want a little bit? Do you want like, you guys have like a tone meaning or how does it work? Trevor is a brilliant director like that because he's very, very visual. And once you sit down with the animatics, it's like we've got, we've been working together for years. So it's, it's quite... We've quite a good communication with where the music gets to be steered in. And yet at the same time, he's enough to leave the hands off to let you go for a bit. Yeah. But he's well able to come in and grab the reins when it's needed, which is needed. Because if I'm sitting down and writing loads of different cues, you need someone who's sitting looking at the overall arch and keeping it nice and contained. Like, yeah. I'd be lost without it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's that balance, right? Because you want to have that freedom, but then at the same time, you need to have, someone's got to be steering the ship, I guess. Could be 100%, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. I do literally nothing with Paul at all. <laughs> and then I'd say one in a hundred times, there might be something a bit off and I'll say, what about that thing? And that'll be it. Like, it's not, yeah. I, I barely, we barely, I barely give Paul direction at all. Like, we just kind of do the animatic. We have, we just sort of know already like what way it's going i think me and paul just sort of have the same vision really like with audio and even visuals do you know what i mean like there's stuff that i do uh where i'd i'd share back with paul and say do you see anything you know wrong with the animatic which would be just the voiceovers mixed with the storyboards um previous to him working on it and uh if he doesn't then that's it like but like um I think we like there's an understanding that we both just know what we're doing and all we're really doing is bouncing off each other to make sure we haven't made a mistake. I think gotcha. that's basically it. Like Are you guys always working on a project, like there's always something happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've been working together for since 2000. And, I don't even know. Mid 2010. 10 2009 or 10 yeah 2009 2010 yeah yeah non-stop since then that's so good that you guys seem to be doing something really like kind of cool with your studio right you can go to igloo uh animations.com it's like it seems like it's like a really some really amazing creative things that you guys are doing thank you very much yeah thank you so are you consciously aware okay like because it's it's uh the film is an animation it's fantasy it's a comedy it's funny right it's a family film, got some romance in it. Are you aware of the all the mixing genres? Like, are you guys consciously aware that you're doing that? Yeah, well, well, to be honest, originally, like we were, um, we, we actually aimed it more from, it wouldn't have been adults, but it would have been PG rated 12s. Okay. Like we wanted it to be scary and it was set in olden times. So 
it was like that's a different tone right yeah it was a different tone but like um the funders uh wanted it to be more basically so that they could broadcast it like for family viewing on tv so we we had to change it based on that like so it's about as dark as we can get it without being not family friendly Gotcha. It ends dark, I guess. Well, not ends, but it has like kind of like you go to the sky, I guess, and, and it's like, you know, but that's so does that how does that make you feel? I know that you don't want to like uh, offend your funders, but like, does that that's a that's a big shift in uh, of, a, of a style of the film you're making, I guess, right? Yeah, I suppose. Look, we're, we're, we're getting like we're not getting used to it. Like we're unbelievably used to like at this stage knowing that we can't do exactly what we like nobody's going to give us money to make stuff that we want to make and so we have to compromise and without that compromising we won't get to make anything at all you know so we've had to tone down like a lot of the things we're doing and like we're you know we've got a tv series developed that we were developing for about 10 years and each year it almost seems to get crushed down another to another age group to another age group to another age group um but we have to do it like we have to satisfy we have to get like make sure that like when we present applications that the the things are going to get funded because the applications are so laborious and they take so much of our energy and time and that if they are not lucrative by the time they um get to the people that are looking at them there's not really a point in making them unless we're kind of not 100% 100% certain, but at least 75% sure we're going to get the money at this stage because um, we've got mortgages and we, we can't really be messing around. So so who does your like, so I guess the person who writes the, the grant application is a pretty key cog to your uh, to your machine, I guess. That's me. That is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me. And I send it to Paul and I go, can you read it and make sure I haven't done anything wrong? And he goes, yeah, you haven't. And or that didn't whatever yeah. and then that's it like yeah but like we have us like for instance we work with writers like professional writers like Kieran Morrison Mick O'Hara wrote The Rocker and the Puka they're huge writers they're also um they were they're puppeteers they were Zig and Zag they still are Zig and Zag uh, who were huge in the UK and Ireland um yeah. and uh we have we work with a script editor as well to help us with the Bible and logline synopsis, characters, everything like that. Like so, everything like that would get sent off to the script editor, or we'd work with a writer. But from the applications perspective of getting yeah. budgets and, uh, and things like that together, and just getting all the elements and put them into the applications, which are all unique in their own right. Yeah, I'd be doing that. Yeah. Do you like have the design for your like so your lead uh, the shaggy ginger? I guess that's what I'm calling them um is, is that design already like intact like before like you when you send in the grants like do you guys have do you have to send them like storyboards and like in yeah the, in kind of like it's the whole style of the film so then they they know that you can carry it home i guess yeah you have to have um like a development package so the development package would have the script a uh, log line synopsis character outlines etc and then you'd have to have visual reference of exactly how the film is going to look like like you have to basically show them so they don't have to do any work at all to know exactly what you're going to deliver at the end of it Um, so a little clip like that it could be like you know 20 seconds 
Um, and, uh, you know, some you don't have to do storyboards for the whole thing because it would be pointless. Yeah. But um, just um, I, they, I don't really think they're too they don't really need to know exactly how each character sounds or anything like that. But like they definitely need to see that what you deliver at the end looks yeah. like what you said you could do like that has to happen yeah. but you build up confidence with the people that give you funding after doing what you said you were going to do and hopefully then some um each time and then all of a sudden you know it, the, the applications become a little bit easier because they have confidence in the sure. fact that you're yeah. going to deliver like you could you could you you like it's the first one right it's like it's like a catch always a catch 22 but it's the first getting the first grant, I guess, is the key, I guess. Right. And then they know and then delivering that the promise on the grant and then knowing then 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 knowing that that because it becomes like a business because it's like they know they give you money. They know that you're going to deliver a good product makes them look good as well, I guess. Right. So, yeah, I, look, on top of that, like there's also like a load of companies in Ireland like igloo or bigger than igloo like cartoon sooner brand bag yeah. and they're all applying for funding at the same time so it's competitive like it's really competitive so even though the funders might think you're great and reliable um you there's still there's a competition who gets the money you know yeah it, uh, the, your character it's like I, i'm obviously it's a conscious decision but everybody's taller than than, than your main character right <laughs> Every, I don't, every I don't, person in the film is taller than him. Well, he's a teenager, right? So he's like well, yeah, but, yeah. 15, 16. Um, but um, well, the, true. The, but of, the Taffy sisters, like one of the Taffy yeah, sisters. Two of the Taffy sisters are, are shorter than him. Oh, really? Because I was like, okay, I'll double check though. I thought that even the girls were all taller than him. So even the duck, um, the way you shot the duck, the duck is always looking down on him. So. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I think he's taller than the duck. I think so. But no, he's taller like than maybe, the duck. Maybe, maybe it looks. When we shoot it, he's always the duck is always in a taller angle, I guess. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah maybe right. Yeah, I've noticed. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're right. I'm sure we'll look at it again and realize. <laughs> no, I just that's why I was just curious if that was a conscious a conscious decision. No, it seems like it's like a. But is it? I don't know how it works in Ireland. But is there any like private funders that you guys ever go to? And like in terms of. Um, in terms of no. like somebody, no, 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 it would be all government uh, money, basically taxpayers' money. Gotcha. And so you're always looking for like who's who's coming in power, I guess, right? Making sure that it's a certain liberal kind of a left, like on, a, on the left side of things, I guess, right? The, the assumption in Canada is that what happens is that you get more conservative government government in, and they they slash all the artists' funding, I guess, right? That's how it works in Canada. Oh. Um, like Ireland have a great, great like. We're lucky, you know what yeah, I mean. Like we like have a good, lucky, we've yeah. got a good tax yeah. credit, um, for TV series and films. Like it's it's thirty two percent of all funding in, in Ireland that's spent. Um, and uh, you know, there's there's different sources of funding. There's the broadcaster. There's a uh, broadcasting authority of Ireland, BAI. They that it needs to be very, very Irish to get that. And then there's Screen Ireland. So there's access to uh, different funding. There's also access to development funding um, from Screen Ireland to help you get your projects off the ground to get a development package made. Yeah. Um, now Ireland's brilliant, like for, for that, you know. Well, we, we're lucky to live here. 
Well, congratulations on this film. Like, I, I think it's fantastic. It's like, it's a really nice, you guys know what you guys are doing. So hopefully that we can, uh, we can talk again and you guys can make more films. But what did you guys think about the, uh, the North American uh, audience uh, feedback video that we sent you? Yeah, it was great. Like, it was, yeah. it was brilliant to hear, like, um, people not from Ireland taught, you know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we're used to, like, sharing the film around, like, for instance, to the animators that we work with. And they'd say, we have, like, I don't know, like, 30 people give us feedback. But, like, it, it wouldn't be someone external to Ireland. And to have that feedback is, uh, is great. I suppose... Like, I don't know about yourself, Paul, but I was looking for negative feedback. I wanted to hear negative. There's, there's no that, negative feedback. I, can, yeah. I know, but like, I suppose fr from myself and Paul's perspective, that's, we'd almost be looking for the thing we can learn from as opposed to. No, I get it. I get it. But yeah. that's, sort of, that, that's, a, that's such an interesting uh, take. Paul, what did you think about, about that? The same. I thought it was really interesting to listen. I definitely agree with, with Trevor. Naturally, you're always kind of looking to find the chink in the armor when you're listening to that, which is lovely. But at the same time, an overarching thing that seems to even hit across them, which was nice. There yeah. seemed to be a consistent kind of impact of our the main tone that we were going for seemed to automatically hit everybody. And it was lovely yeah. to hear that again from non-Irish people. Yeah, good, great. Yeah. It's, you know that the themes were universally translating in the way that we'd hoped to be, which uh, which was lovely. So, yeah. It's a sweet like kids story uh, animation. It's really well done animation. Like we talk about the sound design. I don't, I think it just would be unfair for someone to, to, to poke holes in such a sweet, nice story. But that's sort of my opinion. Like, trust me, people, other films, they give negative, they're not negative. I don't even like that word, but they kind of maybe they'll say, well, that was interesting, but it's like, this is just like a nice, it gives you, gives you warm. It makes you feel warm, right? Like it'd be pretty, it would be oh, pretty look, hard. We, yeah. Yeah. Myself and Paul are we, we're thrilled with the results yeah. right now. <laughs> Myself and Paul would look at that together and go, "That's great!" Like yeah. we really believe that. There's you no doubt better, about that. Right? Yeah. yeah, like we don't even believe or not believe. We don't trust negative feedback. But if it comes up twice in two different places, oh, gotcha. we're gonna prick our ears up no, very totally. severely. That's very so, so we're yeah. always looking for uh, two people saying something to criticize it like where we can learn in, uh, in two different places if we hear that like we're lit up like but that that's how we'll grow and get better you know um but um i suppose look the main things is that we really want to know and we did find out is is it coherent people do they have any issue at all like following the story like that's the main thing that we, we'd be looking out for yeah. that like all the points are hit that like you know when they're supposed to feel sad you do that there was no part in the in, in the film that someone goes i actually was confused there like if yeah. that happens myself and paul will will yeah. we'll punish ourselves but at the same time we will want to know you yeah. know what i mean um 100 so yeah, I, get, I get what you're saying 100 but the, you guys made an amazing film and obviously you guys know what you're doing and uh i hope there is, is a like is a feature film something you guys aspire to do one day yes okay we don't know what that is yet, but we, we <laughs> why not? Like, yeah. okay. Well, let's let's like I said. Like, hopefully, you'll submit again, and we'll talk again because I think that what you guys are doing is fantastic. And uh, and like I said, this is one of those films where where it's 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 got so many cross genres in it, and it's such a sweet film. But it's also for everybody. It's like 
it's for my 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 five-year-old daughter and it's for my my 95-year-old great grandmother you know what i'm saying it's for everybody and it's for every culture it's for every it's for every like so that's hard to do and you you know what i mean that's that's extremely difficult to do and you guys pulled it off so that's something that uh that's high praise on our part so great thank you very much well thanks very much for your time matthew yeah. we really appreciate it thank you Three, four, five.